Why, hello there, boys and gals and non-binary pals. It is I, Phoebe Cortison. Welcome back to the podcast known as Another Drag Queen Show. The show where me and my guests talk about what everyone and, you know, we really don't care because we're not under the guide of censors and also, you know, it's, hey, it's my show, so whatever. Um, just to let you know, myself and Miss Sarah are going to be talking about something that we have a lot of passion for and little to no shame over. If you read this title, then you have your trigger warning. Um, so go ahead, sit back and relax. Or unless you're driving and listening to this, uh, pay attention to the road or jogging. Please pay attention to what you're doing. Or if you're doing your housework, um, uh, just, you know, thank you just for listening. Anyways, let's get started with the conversation. Okay. We are recording. Yay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, 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 back to the show. It's me, your favorite girl, Blarfinger. (laughs) (laughs) I've changed my name to Blarfinger. And what's your last name? Blarfinger. And how do you spell it? L-E-E. And your last name? S-M-I-T-H. And how do you pronounce it? Blarfinger. I but I have to be. But I had to be called Blarfinger B because we already had a Lee Jarvis in our class. <laughs> You're the one who reminded me that skit exists. If you can't tell already, Miss Sarah's here. Also, her. Um, also, she likes to go by her stripper name, Ascertain. <laughs> what the hell? You you do realize you set yourself up. Sorry, I was just checking to make sure the volume was on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you you do realize you set yourself up for that when you sent me that video, right? You for, for the, I, for the, the I set myself up the, for the, which one? The Betty White skit where you know she's like you know the census taker and you know her name's Blarfinger <laughs> and like and like how many people live here in the house? Oh, currently zero. <laughs> well, then there's Fluffy, Muffy, and Buffy, but you know there's sometimes they look at me with those eyes and I think that's a homeless person in a trench coat. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, look up the video Betty White and the Census Taker. <laughs> it's hilarious. Especially the ending. <laughs> I might actually change that in my drag name. Watch, I can picture RuPaul calling me down the stage. And here she is, Blarfinger. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll just go by ascertain. <laughs> Where are you getting that? I don't. I no, don't no, because it, no, because the census taker was just like, I'm just here to, I'm just here to ascertain some information. Oh, ascertain! That was my stripper name before oh, I changed it to Blarfinger. I, <laughs> <laughs> I did it, obviously. Of course you didn't. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've been saving up all week for that. I'm sure you have. I have to, it was golden. I had to keep it in my memory. I forgot to do a lot of other things because I had. I remember that. <laughs> I think I cooked a cat. But you don't own a cat. That's the scary part. <laughs> <laughs> Although today, Wait, you were at your mom's house. Did I probably should own a cat. I probably should have had head count of the animals before I left. Uh, yep. Mom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. But. 
but the kitty had it coming. <laughs> I'm joking. I didn't kill any animals. Although I did see no a, animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. Yeah. Although I did see a, I, I did see the world's cutest little possum. Oh, it was a possum. Okay. It was an adorable possum. <laughs> it's so adorable. It was really scuttling off and it ran away, but it was so adorable. I didn't think they could run that fast. <laughs> well, they have to run from cars. And hunters and dogs. Otherwise, there'd be less dead possums out there. But still, <laughs> like, he just saw me bolt on that. No, come back, you adorable possum. <laughs> I got possums. And they ran from that voice. I did the possums. Okay, we're good. Okay, sorry. We're done. Are we? No. Are we ever done? No. We are never done. Done is no longer existent. Okay, so today's podcast, because inspired by the fact that we went on a tangent over cookies. Last week. Yes, I mean like over cookies. Uh, So welcome to the episode that has an obscene name. We're talking about food today, people. Food. 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 That's a weird word if you think about food. 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 Nom, 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 nom. Okay, I... No! <laughs> Sorry. I love the movie. I hate that sound. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, now comes my question. Miss Sarah. Yes. What does food mean no, to you? No, you have to name the podcast. You have okay, to name fine. it. Okay, fine. Welcome to the podcast. This episode is ti- This episode of Another Drag Queen Show is titled Because Sarah's Peer Pressuring Me Right Now. I am. It's I t- am. Laying on the poop. If you missed it. If you missed the poop pressure. Peer pressure. Are you trying to tell me something? Yes. You got a poop? No. Okay. Did you take your fiber today? No. Oh god. Okay. Well, anyways. I I have pecans in, in my on my French toast. All right, fine. Well, anyways, so the title is food related freaky fuck snacks. <laughs> Sounds like the weirdest amateur porn ever. It does. <laughs> anyways, so what does food mean to you? That's a weird question. That's kind of loaded. I don't know why I put that. It is loaded. Because, like, if I said, well, I eat my feelings, then it... Then we look sad. (laughs) (laughs) I've thought about that. But, I mean, but but if you think about it, a lot of people do. Yeah, they do. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going through some shit. We don't need to get into it because it's a big, fat fucking downer. But... Oh, this weekend. Yeah, it was sucky. Was sucky. Terrible. Terrible. And I did eat my feelings. Yeah. And and I did last weekend too, cause it was shitty and sucky. And I really need to stop doing that because I've been really good on my weight loss journey. But when it comes down to it, there are times. When yeah. I get my feelings, and yeah. I've really caught myself doing that the last couple of weekends when I haven't been when I haven't been working. So when when I'm not really paying attention to my weight loss journey, I tend to do that. Yeah. And 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 sometimes, and for a lot of people, food can be a crutch. 
Yeah. And I think it's been that way for me my whole life, which is why now, as a <clears throat> old female, uh, adult, it was as adult, an adult, adult. <laughs> it's been harder for me on my weight loss journey to get, I mean, to get back to where I want to be. Am I, th- I'm, I'm close. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. In certain things. Yeah. But it's something that I really have to consciously think about. Yeah. I have to go to the store and I have to get my baked chicken and get my brown rice and get my salad stuff and get and pay attention to what I'm doing. Otherwise, I'm ordering food and getting it delivered and getting junk food and. Like it, it can seriously, it can seriously be a crutch. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I mean, it's. Yeah, and I mean, like, and like, it's kind of weird. Uh, you notice that I'm kind of like the opposite and everything. Like when I'm stressed out and everything, I kind of just go. I hate to use the word uh, inappropriately, but I kind of go like anorexic and everything. It's like food disgusts me. Like you know, when I'm stressed. Yeah. It's like you know, if I like, basically, it's just it's like when I'm happy. I tend to just, you know, eat randomly and just snack a lot and yeah. everything. Like, when I'm happy, I'm comfortable, I'm not stressed out, I tend to and everything. But when I'm stressed, it's like, when I'm stressed or when I'm, like, you know, kind of, like, emotional and everything, I just can't eat. I just, like, it just yeah. makes me sick. It just, like, makes me sick and everything. And then, like, you know, and I'm just, like, thinking, like, oh, my God. I'm just, like, because, like, I was, like, I don't know. It's, like, weird random thoughts play in my head. Like, I'm just, like, if I eat... While this is all happening and everything, something bad's gonna happen. It's like it's like my OCD, yeah. my OCD is like yeah. taking over at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, it's just like I don't know. It's weird because like my mom basically described me as like, honey, you're a chubby, happy kid, except for when something bad happens. In which case, I worry about you. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, a, yeah, because like, because like literally, because like I still remember those days and everything. Like my mom when something bad happened in the family and everything. Like you know, you know what her instinct was for me. She was like this. She's like every couple hours, sweetie, you need to eat something. Sweetie, eat yeah. something. Sweet, you need to eat. Sweet, you need. Yeah, because like, because uh, like, you know, something. Because like, because like, something bad happened. Like something like bad happened in my family like a long time ago. And then like all of a sudden, like you know, it's just like like she realized like I barely ate anything like three days. Yeah. And I was just like, and, like she was like, sweet, you need to eat something. You need, like she's like, usually she's hounding on me. If something bad's happening, she knows I'm going to something bad. So that's when she's like calling me constantly. Did you eat? Did you do this? Did you do this? Did you? And I'm just like, mom. And she's like, well, I know how you get you need to eat something yeah and i'm just like okay all right mom i will try and eat something <laughs> like i'm a like they're like i'm a chocoholic like i love me some chocolate well not as much as i do because you've seen what i've how much chocolate i've been able to eat in one sitting that's true i mean a disgusting amount yeah that's true that made you that made you barf because just watching me that is true we're just i'm just throwing that out there i know <laughs> but like I, I'm maybe I'm not a chocoholic. I'm a like I love my sweets. Yeah. I like sugar, which is weird because I don't like syrup. But we've already had that conversation. Yeah, which is yeah, and it's also kind of weird. I'm a chocoholic, but you notice me. I'm not a sweet person. No, you're not. But when it's chocolate, I'm like, give me. It's like but, me and tacos. Yeah, it is. It is like me and tacos. <laughs> um, but and tacos are like my go-to. I'm sad. I want tacos. Mm-hmm. I had tacos last night. But, um, like, I like to, but when I'm sad, I'm like, I want my sweet and my salty. So, I, I want my chips. I want my dip. Like, I want that. And then I, I want my sweet. I want mm. something 
mm-hmm. to follow that up with. Like, <laughs> like that's my meal. I want my salty and I want my sweet. Like, and then like I just give me. Mm-hmm. I need it. I mean, I don't need it, obviously, but I want it. Like that's how. That's how I cope. Yeah. My and poor I, coping mechanisms. <laughs> but, you know, and also, like, food and everything, they get kind of heartwarming and touching. Yeah, food does actually relate to us. Like, you yeah. know, we, are, we have, like, good memories attached to food. Oh, foods. hell yeah. I mean, like, I remember, like, I hate coffee. I don't yeah. drink it. I know that's weird. But you love the smell. But I love the smell of it because it makes me remember growing up and waking up and smelling, like, the coffee my mom and dad would drink in the morning. Or it reminds me of, like, Christmas morning because mm-hmm. my parents parents would get up and make the coffee because it didn't like ding on me that they were Santa and they were getting up to put the stuff out Uh and that's when they would start the coffee Uh and that like you know like that stuff didn't like recognize for me then but like the coffee was started mom was starting breakfast and like stuff was starting to happen and then you know I just remember those good family memories like Sunday mornings getting up they would start coffee we would start getting dressed getting ready for church you know it's just like food brings back holiday memories like big Thanksgivings with our families big holiday parties with our family like food is food is a big thing yeah and then like you know and then like there's a lot of culture like in like a lot of cultures and everything like food is like food can be very similar I mean like like I'm half Polish and everything and I still know I was like all the dishes my grandmother made and everything I'm just like I'm like they're all simple and like you know to most to a lot of people they all sound kind of gross but at the same time I'm just like going like oh man nothing is better nothing I mean I'm like oh man nothing is better than my than my grandma's stuffed cabbage rolls and it's just like and I'm just like and I'm just like, oh my god, they're so simple to make, but they're so delicious, and they just fill you up. And mm, yeah. or like, yeah, or like, or like my mom and everything, you know, being part, you know, being part Mexican, you know, being part Mexican and everything. And it's just like, you know, well, duh, part Mexican. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> like I smell, like I'll go by like um. Like I go by like the produce section and everything, and you know the tahini, the sprinkle and everything. Like sometimes, yeah. I, like sometimes, like I can smell it because they'll use it to like you know season samples and everything. Like I'll smell it and I'm like, oh, smells like home. My mom used to make fruit salad. <laughs> smells like home. She used to make fruit well, salad. <laughs> I mean, my family was Italian on my mom's side and Irish on my mom's side, and but I I don't really. I mean, we were, so basically we were a bunch of, you know, eaters and a bunch of drinkers. (laughs) If you think about it. And if you also think about it. And so, like, when we had family reunions, I mean, we would have everything from, you know, churches to, like, this huge Italian food spread from, like, spaghetti and lasagna and and just like traditional Italian stuff like rolled meat. Uh-huh. You know what rolled meat is? Yeah. With the string? Yeah. Did you ever have that? Like we had that at every family reunion. I don't know who brought it. We don't know how to make it, but we had it. Uh-huh. Like that was just a traditional thing with us. Sounds like brajol. I don't know. It was called rolled meat with string. <laughs> and then um, people don't understand that we put boiled eggs in our spaghetti sauce. Uh-huh. Like, and I think we've had this conversation yeah. where you take the boiled eggs, you fry it in the pan that you made the um, 
the meatballs in. Uh -huh. And then once it's uh, whatever my mom does on the outside, you put it in the spaghetti sauce. Yeah. Delicious. People look at me like I'm crazy. Like, <laughs> no, that's a Sicilian thing. That's where I'm from. Like, it's yeah, that's part of my heritage, bitch. Delicious. Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, that's part of my heritage, which is why you did it, which is why you never diss cabbage to, to me. <laughs> no, I will never. I won't eat it, but I will never diss it. Yeah, although I gotta try and get my grandma. I gotta try and make my grandma's spring. Oh, my grandma's uh, cabbage rolls for you. They're good. I mean, like they're really good. They don't. They don't. You know, like you know how like cabbage like, like you know it, like I know you don't like really like it for that smell and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you know, with like the Polish style like cabbage rolls and everything, it it gets rid of the cabbage smell. So it's just basically they're just basically like little beet loaves, little meat loaves, just wrapped up in like leaves and it's covered in like you know a sauce. Some people cover it in a sauce. Some people just you know leave it as is. But you know. I shall. I will make my. I will make my batch proud. One time. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so moving on. I just want to go ahead and mention that since we're talking about it already and everything, least favorite food. My mother stroganoff. Yeah. That, yeah. I. Yeah. That, I, that's. A, yeah. It's your. And it's uh, coincidentally your sister's what favorite food, right? My sister's favorite. I cannot. Mm, cannot do it. Something about the sour cream and the mushrooms. I don't. I don't know what it is. It's just. It's the the smell and the yeah. consistency. Like yeah. I just, I can't do it. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, you know what's funny? You know how like you know what's funny? I know you don't like mushrooms. I know, I know you don't like yeah. mushrooms. But you. I ate a mushroom the other day though by accident, but I ate it. Uh, that's good. Oh, uh, but anyways, but like um, you know, I know you don't like mushrooms, but you, you know what? Fun fact I learned. You know, like the variety of mushrooms that you get in most stores mm -hmm. and everything. It's actually the same mushroom. It's just like different ages of yeah. growth. It's actually the same mushroom. It's like all kind of a form of a portobello, basically. Um, but uh, I promise you, like a crab, there's like a, there's like actually like, um, yeah, oh, sorry people, we're being distracted by a truck that's apparently. Unable to park. Yeah, and that reminds me of the movie Joyride. <laughs> Which, by the way, I found a cheesy horror movie we well, can watch. It. I, I found I found a cheesy horror movie we can watch and everything. That's you know just the right that it's horror because it involves a monster and gore, but it's really fucking stupid and cheesy. So awesome. I think so. I think so. I think so. It can remind you of a slasher movie just with a more nice. um yeah. It's called Monster Man and it involves a monster truck. So awesome. <laughs> anyway, but anyways, um, let's see. But anyways, I found out the mushrooms. Okay, so there's like um, and, and I know you love your pasta, right? I do love pasta. I know you love your pasta. So anyway. Um, I found out like um, Italian. yeah, I, well, oh, yeah, well, anyways, um, there's a variety of mushrooms. They're called enoki mushrooms. They're like really long. They're kind of really, they're really long, really thin mushrooms. Uh -huh. um, and a lot of people who are like gluten free, they actually use those to replace noodles because surprising because they have a because I've had them before. They have like a starchy to them and then like um, I've actually had like uh, I've actually had like a crap there's like I mean like on TikTok and anything like um, there was a girl who made uh, chicken tenders but she made them with uh, jumbo king oyster mushrooms which actually makes sense because um, those that's actually a especially like in like a more Asian cuisines and that's actually a popular meat replacer like uh, because when they're cooked they actually kind of have the shredding texture of chicken, if you do them right, if you cook them correctly, yeah. they have a strange texture, and they do have like a very similar taste. So it's like different species all have like different flavors and textures. And um, one mushroom I really want to try is called lion's mane. Well, first of all, it's becoming the new superfood because it is so nutrient dense and it produces a natural enzyme that's actually been shown in lab tests to 
like reduce like plaque buildup between brain like you know neurons in your brain really yeah and actually it could be a preventative measure to it actually could be a preventative measure to like you know alzheimer's and dementia and stuff like that but also another thing but it's also really big foodies because um of the how it grows because it literally looks like a like a puff ball that looks like a like it looked like a ball of hair basically kind of that's what it looks like but it's a solid mushroom I'll, um when you tear it up and you cook it it mimics the it mimics the flavor and texture of crab meat yeah you're gonna have to cook that and i'll try it but don't tell me what it is okay i will i will find a way to make sure you do not know that those are mushrooms i just want to try it and then and then you tell me and then i'll be like hmm. Okay. Yeah, but anyways, but yeah, so I want to try and see if we can find some mushrooms that you would like. And of course, my personal favorite shiitake mushrooms, which, um, you, you remember when you tried my chili? Okay, well, I didn't leave them in there and everything, but that was part of making it. I just had like, um, a dry, I just add like a dried shiitake mushroom, like into the, uh -huh. like into it and everything while it's simmering, um, to kind of add that umami flavor without adding too much salt to it. So, because it kind of, because like shiitake, like dried shiitake mushrooms, they kind of add like a little, um, they add kind of like a salty flavor to mm -hmm. it and everything without actually adding salt. Uh, okay. So it's like, it's like, um, it's like MSG, but there's no MSG. So, you know, I, I had to share one of my secrets to my chili recipe that you fell in love with. <laughs> I did like your chili, but you like mine better. Actually, technically, it it's your mom's. Mine. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, we're talking about now. Now, you, what was your least favorite food? Oh, my least favorite food. Oh, gosh. Let's see. I have a hard time pinning it specifically down because, like, every so often, it, like, changes. Yeah. Because, well, you know, as I grow and everything, it kind of yeah. changes. Like, used to it'd be, it would be, like, anything tomato. I know your Sicilian side's crying right now. Well, yeah. I don't, I, I'm weird. I don't like tomato and I don't mm -hmm. like ketchup, but I love tomato sauce, tomato, like, stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you yeah. traditionally use in Italian food. I just don't like, I'm not going to cut up a tomato and just, like, eat yeah. it. Yeah, oh, my sister used to do it all the time. It's kind of gross. It's still oh, kind of gross. Oh, my mom still does it. It's still kind of gross me out a um, I can't really pin it down, but I have, like, food groups. Yeah. That are like, like, you know, like, unless I make it myself, I really can't eat steak. No, you can't. Unless I make it myself, because it's, like... And I have dragged you to so many steakhouses <laughs> because you, I love steak. Steak. Yeah, and I remember that one time everything like this beautiful buttery filet you had or like it was a sirloin It yeah. was like buttery garlic. I usually get I usually get t-bone. Yeah, but like you got, you got the sirloin because it was like it was like the special, yeah. right? Uh, anyways, but like I remember you gave me a slice to try like you sliced off a bit uh -huh. of it I remember like you remember you saw me like I put it in my mouth I chewed on it for a second and then I started gagging. Yeah, it was like ah! <laughs> It was like I'm sorry, I'm sorry I made that noise. But anyways, but it's like, it's weird. It's like a texture thing. It's like, it, it's like a texture thing. Like, in my brain, it was registering, it tasted good, but the rest of my body was just like, get it out, get yeah. it out, get it out, it, die. And there, but I'm a texture person too. Like, there's yeah. just certain things that have certain textures and I'm like, mm, not so much. Yeah, and then, um, so yeah, and I, and I don't eat like, you know, I mean like, well today. You don't eat a lot of red meat. I don't. No, I don't. I'm like one of those people. I could be like, I could easily like just be like a Piscovorian or something. I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. a fish, oh, fish eater. Oh. Yeah. I could easily be like a Piscovorian or something. Or like, I'm one of those people that I'm happy with chicken every day of the week. I eat a lot of chicken too. But I am a carnivore. I have to have me some red meat every now and then. And then like also, like I said, and also you've seen me like I'll sometimes go like a few days and everything where it's just all vegetarian meals. 
Yeah. And then like, but yeah, it's like, it's like, so I guess red meat, oh, pork. I, oh, pork. You do not like I pork. do not. I will eat bacon, but then again, if you think about it, it's pork that's been heavily processed. Yeah. And, and I, will, I, I like pork steaks. And I will eat ham, but then again, if you think about it, it's pork that's been heavily processed. Yeah. But like. But I like, I, I'll get me some pork steaks from H-E-B and just grill them. Yeah. And then like a crap, what was it? Um, mm, pork chops. I guess that would have to be my yeah. least favorite. Because here's the thing, when I if I can eat them but at the same time and everything, they have to be like they have to be like still hot for me to eat them. Like still like fresh We're from the not pan. Gonna serve you cold no, pork no, chops. no no, I mean like fresh from the pan, like they still have to be like, like have to have a temperature to them for me to eat them because the moment they get cold yeah. the, the moment they get the first time they get cold, I taste every single metally taste that pork tends to get. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? I've, I've never noticed that about my pork, but yeah, it's it starts tasting. I, the best way I can describe it is like um, is like if you're a kid and you remember like licking a quarter. See, I don't like, get that. Like or like or like a metal. Like it just it tastes like metal, and then for some odd reason, like especially if it's like reheated, the smell makes me sick. <laughs> I mean, it makes me sick. <laughs> it makes it. Well, does, I will never cook you pork steaks. Mm. I mean, my aunt can make a mean pork chop. Actually, my dad did figure out a way for me to eat pork one time. Because, like, he had, like, a lot of pork chops I had to get rid of. Uh, well, he did figure out, and that was when we were on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> he did figure out a way to get me eat, because he knew I didn't like the smell, because the smell made me gag, and the ta the leftover taste and everything. And it was, like, one of those days where it was just, like, I couldn't eat it when he first pulls it, like, out of the oven and everything sort of situation. So he figured out a way. Basically, he marinated the shit out of them, and um, he and he baked them, and, like, he baked them with uh, with sauerkraut with sauerkraut and sliced apples. And that's how my grandma used to make them, used to do pork chops and everything, like sauerkraut and sliced apples. Okay, and I know you don't, I know you have a thing about sauerkraut, but um, when it's like actually like cooked, you know that smell it has? The smell actually goes away, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, girl, like fried sauerkraut actually tastes sweet. <laughs> actually. I think my high school biology yeah ruined it ruined it for me thank you sir for ruining this lovely piece of my culture that i would like to share with my friend one day so <laughs> all the sauerkraut recipes i know that actually you will not be able to tell it's sauerkraut but now you know so you're going to suspect everything sauerkraut <laughs> so woohoo okay so and, uh, you know i know we already talked about i we kind of went out of order we talked i kind of just let the wheel yeah. take itself and everything so we were going to talk about food habits well i guess one bad food habit i well one good well one good food habit i mentioned i try to have like days where it's like i'm a vegetarian that's one try good but then again also i grew up but we had a full garden. Like yeah. we had a full garden. Basically, if it grew out of dirt and everything, we ate it. <laughs> a little bit of foraging went a long way in my household. <laughs> I'm not sure I have good food habits. Um. Well, let's see. Well, you. Well, you kind of do. You kind of do. I'm, I eat a lot. I eat a lot of baked chicken. I ate a lot of baked chicken. And I used to not eat baked chicken. Yeah, actually. I, I used to fry every dang thing. But then I got. I started watching what I eat and started, so I eat a lot of baked chicken, I eat a lot of brown rice. I need to get more brown rice. So, so there's some good food habits. You're starting to notice like different, yeah. yeah. And I eat more salads. 
Yeah, so you're starting to so see there, there's some good food habits and like we already talked about bad and everything and I th- and I think for me for like a bad food habit is it like I said it's like I it's like I I guess I mean like there's also some days and everything where I have a craving mm-hmm. and I just don't have the willpower to fight it and I hate to tell you this girl but late but one of my weird cravings I get like it's weird it's weird tell me. I tell the public. Okay, 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 okay. One of my favorite breakfast things that my mom used to do gro- when I was growing up was, of course, it was like fried spam and rice. Really? Yeah. Every so often. Your all- mom and my dad would love each other. Yeah, it was like, but yeah, but yeah, you know, because like, <laughs> my dad would make everything out of spam. Yeah, you know, so it's just like you know, spam, like spam, kind of growing up, like you know, of course, mom had, mom and dad had to be like creative with it and everything yeah. so that way I wouldn't get bored with it and everything but also like at the same time it's just like it's it's kind of it's kind of like not it's kind of like for me you sure you're not Hawaiian? <laughs> oh that's a sort of history with Spam right there I gotta tell you about that full story later on <laughs> okay no because it's, like, it's actually kind of sad but at the same time and everything it led to a lot of um culturally significant foods that are actually like really popular today but it, it's 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 really interesting it's really interesting uh but anyways but no it's like spam and rice and like for being texan that's actually kind of a weird yeah. thing for being texan but like we chicken fried our spam <laughs> yeah chicken fried it and covered it in ketchup with fries and ranch style beans that's how we had our spam unless you were my dad now my dad there was a time when i was in high school that my dad lived in san antonio um, for work and he would either come home on the weekends or we would go up there on the weekends and he had to feed himself <laughs> my mama was not cooking for him mm-hmm. and so he would cook for himself uh-huh. and he would have spam casseroles oh god and there was never you never knew oh god what he would put in his spam casserole <laughs> oh god I got the same story when my dad discovered the joy of eggplants <laughs> and I was just like he tried cooking like some eggplants he grew some eggplants one time and he tried cooking them and they turned out horrendous I'm like dad you are not allowed to cook eggplants again he's like why because you don't know how to do it <laughs> this is a delicious vegetable that needs to be treated with reverence and it should not look nor smell like that when it's done he's like well how would you do it well ideally i would do like eggplant parmigiana and everything where like you know where i would like you know basically slice it slice it bread it and fry it like a cutlet before you know serving it over like uh toss uh, serving it over like spaghetti that's been tossed with marinara and then swinging and covered with cheese and just maybe put like under in the oven long enough just to only melt the cheese but still keep the cutlet crispy yeah you know or um or make baba ganoush which, which is basically, um, it's basically like dip. It's basically yeah. dip, but you make it out of eggplant, but you roast the eggplant first, and it's like got eggplant, lots of garlic, and it kind of, it has a consistency of hummus. Oh. It has a consistency of hummus, but it kind of tastes like, it kind of tastes like a mellow version of roasted salsa when it's done. You know, like roasted tomatillo salsa when it's done, like it kind of has a mellow version, not as tangy or spicy. I might try that. I think I might make that for you. Actually, we could probably actually we could probably make it at your house pretty easily. I just like I said, it's just it's just basically like a yeah, it's just basically like olive oil, uh, the eggplant that we have to roast, but we but we have to roast, but there's like a, but it's really easy to do that. Um, garlic, maybe garlic, maybe some onion or shallot, and um, pepper and salt, hmm. and it goes great with pita or as a sandwich spread. We can get pitas. Yeah. Mm. 
But yeah, that's kind of weird. But yes, but but spam and rice and everything. But like it was just yeah, it's just one of those things. And of course, my mom being my mom and everything, refried beans with it too. Well, heck yeah, <laughs> refried beans go with anything if you're in Texas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, so uh, before we end this, I kind of I kind of want to talk about first of all the disappointment and second of all the surprise I got. I haven't confirmed this yet, but first of all, the surprise I got from Drag Race Down Under was that I think the person who was the best option out of the four yeah. won. Oh, that's good, right? Yeah, yeah. She was the least problematic, had actually the best track record of everybody there. She wasn't the thin, pretty, blonde one. Good. She was the campy one. Good. So, and she's a genuinely fucking nice person. Good. So I think she won, but I haven't confirmed it because I hadn't seen this episode because it would be because it was the last episode that aired Saturday, and of course I missed it. Um, so I had to watch it, but I think she won. But I thought I heard a rumor online, so I'm praying to fucking God it's fucking true. <laughs> but anyways, <clears throat> now the kind of downfall. Of this. Okay, so the top five competed. They had a talent show. Okay, okay. Well, first of all, first competitor. Uh, was the one with the racist dolls um, came out and like sexy campy drag with big boobs and all that stuff kind of doing like a little wiggle dance not actually really dancing but kind of doing a little wiggle dance doing like little funny gestures and like everything. the wiggles from Australia or like wiggling just wiggling and then uh, and then her actual talent was doing a balloon animal just one just one fucking balloon animal was it a snake <laughs> It was a dog. <laughs> and like, and I personally, personally, I, and this was after Rue told her to make it sexy. First of all, I would have used my time preparing my acting and everything. I would have made a fucking balloon dress. Oh, good one. Before making the balloon animal and then make as many as I could. Yeah. And, you know. Look, or, or make it funny and been like, ooh, a snake. Ooh, a toothpick. Ooh. Or strategically, like, pop the balloons and everything so something obscene pops up in balloon. Yeah. So I would have done something like that. That's just me. The next one, okay, okay. She, she has a big mouth. Art Simone, the one who just magically just came back out of God knows where. She has a big mouth and her talent was stuffing it. So she actually ate something, like she just shoved an entire like, you know, pie tart in her mouth. The next one and everything, she was like just shoving random stuff, but you know, she was like, you know, doing like a comic, kind, a kind of, she was, it was actually funny and everything. She was doing a comedy bit and then like she pulled, she opened up like a third secret plate and everything. There was nothing there. She was like, uh, like, you know, kind of scrambling, what do we, what do we, she takes her fist and just shoves it in her whole mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's kind of a talent in the red light district, but I mean, it was funny. <laughs> It was funny, and she was having fun, you know. Okay, next one was the one who I think was the winner, and I hope I'm doing this in the right order. She did a magic act, okay, where she was, like, doing that magic trick where, like, you change your outfit. Oh, cool. Yeah, I like those. It, it actually was really well. And, you know, unfortunately, with that type of trick and everything, the type of fabric you have to use for that and everything, it's not the most glamorous fabric. Yeah. And so the outfits kind of look cheap, especially under the stage lighting there yeah. and everything. So it wasn't the most glamorous. But she was like consistently changing into an, a different outfit every so often. And But she kind of, I think something, but she said that something kind of got stuck. So she had like kind of delayed the beginning of it. So it was like a really slow warm up before, you know, bam, 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 bam. But it was, it was actually really entertaining and awesome and better than the first two. <laughs> the next one, um, she did a 
stripper pole and she was bragging about how I'm the first queen to get on the pole. Uh, and no, you're not. And we forget about Shea Coulee, a literal winner. Right? <laughs> who did a stripper? Like, no, baby. No, you're not. Now, this queen, this is the this was the one who did blackface and everything. This queen actually she does. She did win the episode, but she deserved it with all the stunts she was doing on that pole. Like she was literally like doing like, like athletic acrobatic stunts on that pole. Yeah. Like you know, like like one slip up and everything, and her neck would snap. Kind of stunts. <laughs> kind of stunts. So, so that was good and everything. And then like the but the funny part was that you know they mentioned that and everything, but then they mentioned like wow that entire time we were watching to see if your tuck would pop. <laughs> Because, like, how far she was stretching. And I, I'm thinking, like, okay, judges. And then the last one was, uh, was she was kind of the, she's the underdog of the entire season and everything. Um, she's the one that, the, she's the one that the Queen's kind of picked on the most. Um, she's also a, um, also, like, the racist one and everything. She's also, like, a, um, she's also a trained dancer. But she was also a dance instructor for a while, too. Um, she decided to do a modern art like a modern dance piece yeah that was fully choreographed so that means she couldn't wear heels because of the the movements of it yeah um also the wig couldn't be too long and and also just a fully styled like you know drag wig yeah. and everything wouldn't work with that uh wouldn't work with that and everything and she didn't have any like short wigs that she could wear and everything she didn't have any short wigs she could wear and everybody else and like you know the other one the only other person who was wearing who could have a short wig for her um, was already wearing it um so she couldn't have a short wig and everything so she basically got the shortest wig she had but it kind of looked ratty and it was like a tie-dye color wig and everything but so she did this beautifully choreographed art piece okay they read this queen for filth for the wig for the wig and because they didn't get art and modern like you know the modern art interpretation of this and everything they said you forgot the drag element you kind of can't squeeze the drag element in something that's an emotional piece and like one of the other judges actually kind of read her because like you know i kind of wish there was actually like a little bit of a heel and like so one of the other judges had explained well it was a modern dance piece she couldn't wear heels for it and so she because she basically had those jazz ballet flat things i'm 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 not watching drag race uk no, no, I'm, I mean, I'm down, drop, uh, down under. I, I'm not even gonna watch it because it'll just piss me off. And I, I'm not I kind of wish you would just to validate if I'm insane or not in seeing this. But anyways, but they read her to filth for that, and the one who did the quick change, they read those outfits to filth. But the person who came out of nowhere still hasn't won a challenge, not even a mini challenge. Was safe, and the person who did the one balloon animal. Was safe, but the two who put effort into their shit, next to the one who did the uh, acrobatics, were in the bottom. I'm like, how the fuck does that make sense? So I kind of would like you to watch this just so I can verify I'm not insane for thinking this. I mean, just to like, just you know, just verify that I'm not fucking insane. <laughs> so, thank you, thank you. And apparently, what saved balloon animal was her actual look on the catwalk and everything, because it was like a the category was headpiece, and she had like this giant like poodle headpiece thing that apparently that saved balloon animal. Um, mouth stuffer. Well, first of all, that look was just impeccable. Do you know, remember Asia O'Hara, the one where she had the where she was trying to get the butterflies to release and everything? Okay, okay. That's this one. That's how that look was supposed to go. Actually, no one looked bad at all. I mean, this was like the best they've all looked across the board. But you know, I'm just like saying, it's just. 
I'm just like, I'm just like, am I fucking insane for thinking this? Okay, so we're gonna mull this over, bitch about it, and then we're gonna, we'll, we'll be right back and everything. But god damn, I fucked it up. I fucked up the podcast. Yeah, you did. Bad Jess, bad Phoebe, bad Phoebe, bad Phoebe, bad Phoebe, bad Queen, bad Queen. I got, but I kind of like the slap in my tit. Stop batting your knockers. <laughs> hey, I'm doing it gently, you know, no harm, Stop no foul. Stop it. <laughs> I'm leaving the podcast now. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. <laughs> Back, back again. We're full of. Uh, no, we're, d- good. D- we're, d- good. we're good. We're good. Okay, fine, fine. Then I'll do the. I'll do the uh, ceremonial gay call. And I'm out. Yeah, I'm pussy, bitch. Mocha, chocolate, Say bon. Say bon. Drag it up. Drag it up. Bring it to the ball. <laughs> Sarah has left the building. Or the cart. Wait, no, it's my cart. You get out. <laughs> you know, I remember you did that one time. And like, I'm like, you're, you're halfway out the door. You're like, damn it, it's my car. <laughs> so yeah, we. Well, I I I, bro- I I kind of brought. Uh, I kind of made a revelation to Miss Sarah here. We're like, I caught her. Uh, like we were like we were at the beach one time, and uh, it was so soothing, so calming. We felt so safe that uh, that we both actually ended up passing out. Yes. Yeah, we both- Sarah has Sarah has insomnia. Yeah. And she does not sleep well ever. Especially when she's not in her own bed with her fans and her, you know, her sound and her white noise. So when she goes on vacation, I wait, why am I talking in third person? I <laughs> not she, I she. take a sound machine. <laughs> and it's usually on like a white noise setting or a fan setting or something like that. So it's just a very like just a very constant white noise sound but i still don't sleep very well even on my insomnia meds like the whole nine yards i still don't sleep very well so we went to the beach yes and we went to the beach and we we had a pretty we had a surprisingly busy day because we were like kind of like because like after we got our little campsite set we kind of started like doing a lot of scuttling we were swimming a lot yeah and stuff you know of course running back and forth you know putting sunblock or whatever and then we just decided you know what let's just hang out here like our drinks are now finally cold that are in the cooler or, yeah yeah our our responsible adult drinks are finally cold and are in the cooler um we we're kind of a little hungry so we eat a little bit and then we're drinking and we're chatting a little bit and then we both decided to open up a crack, crack open the books we both brought with us yeah and um th- that's one thing and we had our speaker like we yeah had music playing yeah and like you know and then like and we brought a backup speaker in case that one's battery died out because i forgot to charge one but <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways anyways but uh but yeah so it was a nice lovely day and then at some point um you just decided to like just kind of close your eyes for a minute because you want to listen to the ocean and then you uh, fell asleep i it was nature's sound machine just the waves and the seagulls and i had propped my feet up on the cooler and just kind of sunk down in my camp chair and that what they're called camp chairs We'll just call them the, the chairs that you put the folding in the chair, folding yellow, chair in yellow, the back, yellow, whatever you want to call it. We'll just call them that. Uh, but anyways, um, and then like, um, and then before I dozed off and passed out, I noticed you were doing something. You weren't really loud, but I noticed you were doing something because like you kind of because like you kind of started snoring a little bit, and then you would shout. You would like just not shout. You would you just say like a random word, like like you were like cat, dog, back, back cat. <laughs> 
taco. <laughs> that was the word that made me almost pissed. That was when I had to run to the ocean and pee. Because <laughs> you said taco. taco. Mine, taco. But, and then like it eventually stopped when you just went into full sleep mode and, and I was just like and that was when I slowly and then I fell right, in right behind you that's the best freaking nap ever if you ever suffer from insomnia I'm going to tell you the world's greatest freaking insomnia trick go to the beach go to the beach oh and drink a couple cocktails before <laughs> oh yeah do that that might have helped that did help. i think that helped yeah and then like this and then, like we both woke up and everything we're like oh shit we passed out where's our wallets and you're like <laughs> and then you're like oh no no remember we put them in we hid them in the car i'm like okay good, good. wait where's your keys and you're like this and like you reach out of your chair and everything you're like I hid them underneath me. <laughs> like, I hid them right there. I'm like, where are you putting them? I'd rather not say. <laughs> no, we keep all of our stuff very, very neat and, and hidden. And yeah, so, yeah. Actually, I think you buried the keys, I think. They're at the bottom of the bag, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, half the time, you know, half the time, like, every time we got to the beach, you wouldn't tell me where you put the keys or anything, just in case. But <laughs> I'd eventually find them just because I was thinking, like, okay, if I was serious, where would I put them? Where would I put them? I'm like, ah, found them. <laughs> but it was bad. Anyways, I just had a, I just had that little revelation, and I just had to share that little that little funny moment with Miss Sarah. Because also, this is the first time you fell asleep next near me, and we both know I snore. Oh, you snore like a and you never in hibernation. Uh, oh, please, I snore like a walrus in heat. Okay. We'll just say like like we'll just we'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> Sound close. That's pretty so, close, but so, louder. But so yeah. and so to, so to, um, so for my for to quote Megan Trainer, dear future husband, don't fucking snore. You got you gotta get used to the snoring or invest in earplugs or something. <laughs> and and I have. Yeah, or just like or just invest or just you know what or you know what or just or let's just have sex or just do the uh do the uh the the, the um. You cannot go to sleep until after <coughs> I've fallen asleep. That's the rule. If you are if you snore, you cannot go to sleep until after I've fallen asleep because I cannot go to sleep if you're snoring. Yeah, or like that's well, just the rule. Yeah, wait, wait, or like, or like a crap. Who was that one celebrity? Betty Davis. She said the secret to her to a long marriage is separate rooms. That's a good one. There we go. All right. So, dear future husband, don't worry. I will visit your room frequently. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't. And um, and uh, if you want to help fulfill one of my fantasies, dear future husband, you can visit mine, but don't let me know. Just sneak up in there. And bring, All right. Anyway, and bring some no, no, no. and bring some rope. <laughs> and Crisco. Anyways, okay, okay. okay. So, so we're ta we're still talking a little bit about food here. Pineapples are going to be related to this very shortly, as as I was told. Yes. Uh, she, Sarah's got a surprise for me. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. Okay. Now the big question is: we we are food aficionados. We are we are connoisseurs. We we do enjoy food, obviously. We do. We, we if we do. see us in person, we, we do enjoy yeah. food, and we're we're proud of that. We're, yeah. we're we're proud of that. We're proud of that. Do we cook? I cook. I don't cook all the time, but I do like to cook. I do cheat 
because when, because I work night shift, so I sleep during the day. So I will go to the grocery store. They have what's called Simple Meals. It's basically kind of like an, an old-timey microwave meal, but you cook it in an oven. So it's like already marinated chicken, uh, already marinated beef, or like vegetables and onions. Yeah, and everything's already marinated. You just gotta shove it in the oven for like half an hour. So that's. A I car horn. Cheat. <laughs> yeah. Car horn. Um, so I kind of cheat when I'm like trying to get ready for work and I'm in a hurry. But like if I'm like wanting to like cook a meal for my family or like trying to impress someone, mm -hmm. then I'll go all out. Like I make a really, really good steak stir fry. Mm -hmm. And I make a really good um, shrimp alfredo. Uh -huh. I've had with, that. Right? Yes. With like a homemade alfredo sauce and shrimp and, and pasta. <laughs> um, if I have a, I have to have a recipe. Uh -huh. I cannot just like make shit up. I have to have a recipe to go like step one, step two, step three, step four. four. Now once I've made it like a lot of times then I can just like, I don't really follow the recipe. I just start dumping stuff in. Yeah. Like my steak stir fry, like I don't really pay or, attention to the recipe. Or, or, or like, or you took your sister's advice with Chex Mix. Oh yeah. Where she was just like, she was just, where she was just like, okay, you know what's in there? Just don't follow the measurements. Yeah, I don't follow any measurements like she, when I make my Chex Mix anymore. Yeah, now I, I, that's kind of weird. Your sister's saying, listen to your ancestors. Right. <laughs> like, like I, I picture, I hear your great grandmother go like, more butter. Right. Or like, and then like your great grandpa going like, you need more of that W sauce. Right. Or like, you, like, honey, get the, honey, this is your great auntie. This is your great auntie. More garlic. Yeah. More garlic. What, what, what are you gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna back out after you eat this? Come on. <laughs> like more pepper. Okay, a little bit less that. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit less salt, honey. Remember, you're using salted butter. <laughs> but I, I'm a baker. I would rather bake than cook. I kind of wish we could get baked right now, though. Shut up. I'm just saying. But I, I'm, I like to bake more than I like to cook, and yeah. there is a definite difference. I like, I like to bake cookies. I like to make cake. I like to make cheesecakes. I don't, I don't do pie. Cause I don't know how to make pie. Oh, I will teach you someday. But I love cakes to bake cakes and give them to people, and I like to get make cookies, and I like to give them to you, and I like to, like, I like to do stuff like that. Yeah, and then like, and of course. Oh wait, Christmas! Ooh. Yeah, that's Christmas what I. Christmas baking day is my favorite part of Christmas. That's what I get my favorite cookies you make, the buttermilk cookies. Yes. The buttermilk cookies, and you don't frost mine because you know I don't like them. You know I don't really like them that sweet because they're yes. just because on their own to me they are just the right amount of sweetness on their own. Yes. And they're not too. And I, oh, I love so those. So I just cookies. give you a big bag of uniced cookies. There you go. They're beautiful, especially when you, especially when you actually try and shape them and like make shapes with them. I do. Yeah. Like you make. Like I think you try to make like Madelines at one time. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. They're so good. Oh, but it was, and to answer the question, do I cook? Um, with me, not as much as you, surprisingly. Um, I have to be motivated to cook, and usually to motivate me, I have to be cooking for other people. And you make some pretty good shit. Yeah, I mean, like that. I mean, like you know, I remember that one time you and one of our, we and one of our mutual friends and everything. You guys were actually, were like going like. We were having Singles Awareness Day. Yeah, it was our Valentine's Day to you normal non-single folk or you know romantic at heart who haven't been you know bittered by darkness, bastards. <laughs> anyways, but uh, but anyways, but like you uh, but like um. 
but yeah, like so, I was kind of in charge. I was in charge of like cooking the ma cooking the meal because um because like I kept going on and on because y'all guys kept talking about steak recipes and everything. I'm just yeah. like, let me show you guys how to actually do a fucking steak. And like they're go like like you guys were like you guys were going like, well, you're not a steak eater, so you're not a steak eater or anything. Do you? And I'm like, I will trust me, trust me. They will melt in your mouth. Anyways, and I did. I did filet mignons and they mm -hmm. literally melted in your mouth. They were amazing. And like let's see, grilled asparagus, like grilled asparagus with a little cream sauce. Uh, Twice baked, twice baked bacon cheddar potatoes. Um, and you made some kind of chicken. Yeah, I did a yeah, and I just did grill. I just did like a marinated grilled chicken because I wasn't gonna eat any of the filet mignon. Yeah. So um, and then like um, oh, and then you made that strawberry salad. That was good. I did. It was um, spinach, strawberry, um, pecan, uh, candy pecans, candy pecans, and a raspberry vinaigrette. Yeah, like a, it was Something like, like that. it was like a raspberry watermelon vinaigrette. It was like it was like the you one had you we had choices. You could either do raspberry vinaigrette or watermelon vinaigrette. Yeah, and you said like and you said that like the watermelon vinaigrette was like the one time you kind of like watermelon, but the, but you know you're not. But it, was like, it wasn't my favorite. Yeah, it wasn't your favorite. But it was like okay, this is like the one time I would eat something watermelon flavored. Yeah. So but uh, but like um but yeah so it was just like so yeah I mean I like I kind of blew y'all's minds with that. Yeah. <laughs> We drank a lot of wine that night. Oh, that's our mutual friend. What she provided? Well, she provided the kitchen and the booze. The wine, yeah. <laughs> the booze. The booze. <laughs> <laughs> the bears. <laughs> Sorry, but it was. Uh, so, so anyway, so yeah, I do cook, and then like you've had my chili before. The chili is good. And you've had my pot roast before. Oh my god, the pot roast. Yeah, which by the way, I want. Will you make me a pot roast? <laughs> I will. I want to try a new pot roast recipe. Are you gonna put mushrooms in it? No, I was gonna try that Mississippi pot roast recipe. I don't know what that is, but it says pot roast. Yeah, it's got like five ingredients to it. I'll just tell you what it is. It's basically, of course, the is it, it okay? It's the basically, okay, of course, the yeah. It's like the roast. It's like the roast. You know, the roast itself. And potatoes. Um. Well, no, no. But you serve it. But you serve it with a side of mashed potatoes. Okay, I'm good. Okay, but it was um. But like uh. But it's like the roast. That's it's like the roast. A packet of McCormick Brown gravy mix. Okay, I'm good. Uh, a packet of ranch seasoning. Okay, I'm good. Okay, and then you have to get pepperoncinis, like you know the pepperoncini pickled peppers. Okay, you're kind of losing me. Okay, okay, you add half the jar to it, and that's all into the crock pot. You're kind of losing me again. Okay, okay, it's supposed to like make like like it just like you add that, and you just let it go for about eight hours, and you can pull out the pepperoncini or eat them and everything, but it's still, but it's like it's kind of like what the pickle juice does with chi like with chicken, like with that when the um, Chick Fil A recipe leaked out. You will try it. You Don't put any peppers on my plate. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, and then like, um, like you can like uh, take the pepperoncinis out, or like, um, one thing that they recommend you do is like you take the roast out, and then like you go ahead, you take the stems off the peppers, and then you like you run a you run like a stick blender in it to make a gravy out of it, and then like you just serve it over mashed potatoes. Yeah. I don't want the peppers in mine. But no, but uh, I'm good with the rest of it. Okay, well, like it's just like a, it's just like the pepperoncini and everything. They add just a little bit of heat and everything, but it's like up to you. It's like it's like they say like start with four, the first time you make it. Start with like like you know get the brine in there, and then start with four of the peppers, and then just add more or less as the next time you make it. So. Okay.
But yeah, it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like a mouth-watering pot roast recipe. Uh, so one of my friends tried it, and she said like it was a little salty. So you need to serve it over mashed potatoes because a little because it's a little salty. <laughs> Well, I know how to make mashed potatoes. Uh, okay, no, okay. So, uh, you make the rest, I make the mashed potatoes. Yay! Okay. Anyways, so next I want to kind of talk about weirdest recipe, which... Alright, are we talking weirdest recipe or are we talking weirdest snacks? I guess either category. Because one weird recipe I would... I would... Really have no, you don't. I mean, like, unless I people... weird snacks. Unless, uh, unless people haven't heard of deer chili, in which case... Oh, <laughs> deer chili. Like your mom's Ooh, deer chili. Deer chili, deer tacos, deer steak. Yeah, like your mom's deer chili. Oh, my mom's deer chili is a fucking bomb. Isn't that the chili that you brought that one time yes, that cook Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When I fell in love with it, and, like, you were just like... like everybody was falling in love with it, and then I was like, uh, is that my, is that? that's deer. And then, and then everybody was like, what? And then at some point and everything, like, you were, like, they were so complimenting on it. I was just like, this. I just literally put my hand over your mouth. Just take the damn compliments. <laughs> they don't have to know your mother fucking made it. <laughs> I was like, dude, I was working full time. I was going to school. When do I have time to make when fucking chili? When do I have chill? time to make fucking chili? Uh-huh. I didn't have time to go buy the chips. I barely had time to make that damn curry soup I made. Oh, uh, hey, you're not. Yeah, well, it's a real simple recipe. It's real simple. <laughs> it was, it was like, we yeah. live in the south, and in the south, if you can, but if you can kill a deer, you can make some good shit out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, deer meat is the leanest, best meat you can find to cook shit out of. Yeah, one of the few red meats I actually will eat. Oh, you know, we need to try. I need to get you to try ostrich with me. Well, I've already had ostrich before. It's actually really good. Never had ostrich. I've never had elk. I've never had buffalo. Okay, well, I'll just tell you right now: buffalo, leanest beef you'll ever eat. Like lean. Like you have to add fat to it to cook it. But anyways, uh, let's see: ostrich, similar concept or anything. It, similar. Does con- it taste like chicken? No, it actually does taste. Like, it actually does taste like beef. Really. Yeah, it does because like it's like the part the part of the bird that you eat and everything. They're just like, so vascularized and red. Yeah, they're so muscular too in those areas, and like because it's mostly like the leg meat and stuff like that, so they're so muscular too. So. Well, all right. So we're gonna tr- we're gonna go on a whole safari tour. You're gonna go on a whole safari tour with me one day. All right. Mm-hmm. Like I like try this. You're like, oh, this sounds good. What is that? That's good. What is this? You're not gonna believe me, girl. Alligator. It. Well, I got you to try alligator once. I I'd already had oh, alligator. We had alligator at walk on. Oh that, oh that's right. And then we didn't we have alligator in Louisiana? No, we didn't know, but we had alligator that one place when we stopped out to go shopping. That one Cajun place after we went shopping at that mall. I don't remember, but I don't. It's, it's not like, that I don't believe you. I just don't remember. It's like we. It's like we. It was one of those day trips we took, and we stopped off, and it was like, and we found like. Oh. Yeah, that Cajun place where they had the. Uh, yeah, uh, Razus. Yeah, the yeah the gator fries. We had, we had gator fries at Razus. Yeah. Mm. Wait, watch it. You'll eat something, and I'll be like, you never guess what it is. And then we've, I've had rattlesnake. But that was when I was in high school. And it's kind of more of an acquired taste. Yeah, it's very, it's very oily. Yeah, surprisingly, surprisingly and very oily. like chewy. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those, um, it's one of those uh, rattlesnake, like snake in general. You either have to cook it really slowly or. F- it's either high school or Emily. I don't yeah. know when they did rattlesnake roundups around here. Yeah, you had to do. You had to either you had, with like with like snakes and everything, like snake meat in general. You have to do either really slowly or fry it really quickly. But it does um, great on the grill. 
I'll take your word on that. I never ate <laughs> again, but I can you, say that I ate it. You can tell what <laughs> one of my favorite animals to eat is. And obviously, it's snacks. Um, okay, so that's weirdest food, weirdest snacks. I already told you some of my weirdest snacks. So yeah, the uh, yeah the Fritos, Fritos and, and peanut, peanut butter. butter. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, pretzels and bean dip. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, which if you think about the logic behind it and everything. It's the salty and the... Savory, right? Savory. Yeah, and then like, a, let's see. I think one of the weirdest snacks I can come up with, and it was like random, and I was like a teenager when I came up with it. You know those little tiny bite-sized brownies? Uh-huh. Okay, okay. And you remember like when they had like those uh, those gel candies? Like it was like gel candy and tube. It was like liquid candy. Uh-huh. Okay, well like you basically, you depress the center of the, it depress the center of it and you needed the blue raspberry flavored one from Hubba Bubba of the candy. And you just put a glob of that in the center. Oh my God, fucking magic. <laughs> it was like fucking magic. Just don't do the cherry one because for some reason the chocolate makes the cherry taste just it just tastes awful for some reason. But um, Chex Mix, which in our household was called trash. Oh, I could eat that every day, all day. Oh, dried shrimp. Dried, dried, dried shrimp. Yeah, like like it's like a like oh you can find it like in like you know the uh, you can find it like in the spice aisle sometimes or anything, but like little tiny dried shrimps. That's like one of my favorite snacks. Does it taste like fried shrimp? No, they don't taste like fried shrimp. They do. You do taste shrimp, but because they're dried and everything, they're like really. They're like salty. You usually I like, like shrimp. Yeah, you usually add them. You usually add them like it's usually like just a seasoning. Like if you're making like gumbo huh. or something, like just to add like salt and a seafoody flavor. So, but I like just eating them like right out of the package. So. Huh. Um. What other weird snacks? I mean, when I was in college and I was young and I was stupid, I mean... College, you know, the best years to actually invent snacks, right? right? That's when I got the Fritos and the peanut butter. Um, I mean, of course, there was cookie dough that you got out of the tube and icing from a can with a spoon. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they made them to where you could eat them safely now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what else? Um... Oh, okay. So this is horrible because I did this like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Graham crackers mm-hmm. with peanut butter. Uh-huh. You know, like a peanut butter sandwich uh-huh. with graham crackers on the outside. Uh-huh. But I think if you would like figured out how to dip that in chocolate, it would be even better. But graham crackers, and then you get like the margarine spread or the butter spread, uh-huh. just covered. The graham crackers and, <laughs> and then just eat it. That sounds like a homemade candy that was served at Christmas one time. Ground crackers with butter on them? Yeah, kind of like as a crisp because they were dipped into chocolate. Well, yeah, I mean, there is, you can get graham crackers, um, like the, the crackers, the sweet butter crackers, and then you lay them out and then you cover them in butter and then you cover them in sh- sugar and cinnamon and stuff yeah. and it makes like a cracker praline thing uh, but no these are just graham crackers that I spread with butter on them and ate them like <laughs> bread and butter <laughs> I sure did yeah. and I did not feel guilty oh my goodness uh, it was so tasty it's a horrible snack <laughs> I don't recommend it for anyone under the age of 21 because then I would feel like a really bad role model <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but fuck it it tastes good but fuck it 
<laughs> Shut up. She said my two favorite words. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Damn it. Now comes to the hour where I get surprised for once. Where I read out loud. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, I forgot some. Wait, 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 wait. Food fetishes. I mentioned this to you. You don't have a food fetish. Apparently not. Okay, so. Or at least I've never tried anything. Okay, so to add a little bit of spice to the bedroom, welcome to Phoebe's Love Corner. Mm-hmm. That's where the party's happening. Hey! Anyways, uh, so food fetishes. Okay, so I've done this to a couple of guys where I've where we incorporated things like chocolate syrup, whipped cream, sweet cinnamon butter. Like Roadhouse's sweet cinnamon butter? Yeah, we'll just say that. Yeah, we'll just say that. Yeah, honey butter. Yeah, honey butter with cinnamon. Yeah. Hmm. Where the goal is, or like feeding each other different foods before their love making begins. Oh. Holy shit! I am missing some shit out. Yeah, my favorite thing missing to do. Out, missing out on missing out on some shit. That's what I meant. Yeah, my favorite thing to do is like you know take either the chocolate syrup or the whipped cream or whatever, and of course you know there's a naked man like sprawled out See, on. You know, on I don't need details because now you're just fucking up my image. And then I'm just and then I just drizzle it on them and then of Stop course. Stop it! You're messing with my image in my head. Let my tongue find my way. Fuck <laughs> <it>. <laughs> what do you think I was gonna do with it? <laughs> Not mess with my dream image. Okay, well you get a boyfriend. We get another boyfriend or anything, and you, got, you get to that point to where it's like bedroom time. You'd be like, let's add a little bit of spice. Just pull out a can of whipped cream, and you know, just like dab one in each knocker. You gotta go to the grocery store. Dab some in each knocker and say like this, and say, let's find the cherry. <laughs> <laughs> or like, baby, you want to make a banana split? <laughs> Yummy. Do I have to do the laundry or does he? I think I kind of started thinking about mix. Uh, you know, actually, I kind of, I'll be honest, I kind of started thinking about mixing food and sex together when um, I was younger and I was a teenager. And so I was finally and old And you watched Varsity Blues? No, actually, I was old enough to watch Cinemax. At home, my mom was like, fine, okay, fine. You're old enough, you understand. You can watch Cinemax, but not after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? I watched Bachelor Party. And then you watched it after midnight? No, it was before midnight. Oh. No, but, but trust me, what happened, that one scene, <laughs> there was like one scene in Bachelor Party and everything where like, um, where like the Bachelor and his party in the Bachelorette Center, the Bachelorettes were trying to track them, where like they found the Bachelorettes were having a party, uh, a Bachelorette party at a strip club and everything right next door, so they decided to prank them and everything. And uh, one of the male servers um, was, uh, was actually one of the performers. His name was Meat. And like show, and like the guy, and like here's Hank, here's uh here's Tom, here's uh, Tom Hanks going like show him why they call you meat. <laughs> Anyways, and then long story he comes up walking, serving them hot dogs, and then his future mother-in-law finds his, and like she just can't let go of it, like ah oh, ah. Oh, oh. <laughs> And he's like, and he's like, lady, can you please actually listen to your daughter? Let go. You're about to make me. Uh. <laughs> I, I, I encourage you to watch the movie Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. 
That would just kill my image of Tom Hanks. This is also the same movie and everything where I told you where like you know the girls are trying to get their revenge and they get cornered by a bunch of horny Japanese oh, businessmen yeah, and like you know that. like the the one girl and everything she's like listen listen I am a VP of, I'm a VP of a very very prestigious accounting firm in New York City I will deal with this and I might be able to actually op get some new accounts for the company you girls go and she's like gentlemen. She just opens up her top, bonsai, and then jumps on the bed, and they all just dogpile on her. I want her life. Right? <laughs> yeah. oh, anyways, so that kind of, okay, so now comes the hour of Sarah's joy. It is my joy. And where she finally surprises me, blah, 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 I already set it up, and then finally, and I, and I messed up. I, I fucked up. So, <laughs> as I tend to do. Okay, okay. So... Here we go. I'm reading something which is something you should know if you're on a cruise ship. Okay? Yes. On a cruise, and sometimes also on land, pineapple is a code for swinging or wife swapping. <laughs> if you see pineapple on a cruise ship door, it means that the people in the cabin are up for meeting other couples for adult fun. <laughs> so if you are a swinger and you are going on a cruise and you feel like having some action risque action mind you because you don't know these people which I highly advise against then look for a pineapple or the word pineapple on cabin doors and then open the world to possibilities. Maybe your husband will finally take a dick. <laughs> maybe you'll finally watch your wife Liz out. Or maybe you'll just enjoy each other swapping or somehow intermingling or turning into a giant pretzel to uh, four people or more. And then just having a good old orgy time. <laughs> maybe you maybe you guys realize hey we could be a polyamorous group we could do this we could be a weird quadriad thing <laughs> you know way more words than i do we could we could do all this you know girl i'll be honest i could actually possibly be part of a polyamorous group i was invited to be part of one because I had a crush on one of the guys and he had a crush on me and everything. I was actually... <laughs> but the catch was he also had a girlfriend and a boyfriend and then, you know, so... Wait, so. no, read this. Oh, wait. Okay, hold on. Where read that part. Oh, 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 however, just as swingers on land might have secret signs like pompous grass in the front garden... I gotta tell my dad about a few of his neighbors. <laughs> Wearing a black ring on one finger or a toe ring on a cruise on a cruise ship, the secret symbol for swingers is the pineapple. That's an oddly specific thing. It is an oddly specific thing. That is weird. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like if you, it's kind of like if you actually have. You can actually get pineapple magnets from Amazon. To stick out your, your door. <laughs> <laughs> if you see an upside down pineapple on a cruise cabin door, it means the people inside are actively searching for a swinging party. You know what we should do? Go on a cruise, get a bunch of pineapple <laughs> And just stick them on random doors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. We gotta do that. Another problem is that you just don't know who's behind the door. How embarrassing would it be to knock and then change your mind after seeing who opens it? Or if we find out your parents are on the same cruise. 
What about wearing pineapples on clothing? What if you have a shirt on with pineapples on it or pineapple earrings? Will people think you're a swinger? <laughs> I have a pair of shorts with pineapple on, which I wore on a recent cruise. I knew what the secret pineapple meaning. I just forgot until it was too late and I realized I was wearing pineapple shorts by the pool. Luckily, nobody said a word to me. <laughs> you know what we need to do, girl? We need to go on a cruise and wear pineapple gear. <laughs> I mean, we're both single, we're ready to mingle, and at this point and everything, I'd like to be part of a throuple. Of course you would. I mean, I could just be the per- I mean, if they're into it, I could just be the person that watches. <laughs> okay, that was oddly specific. Okay, alright. Alright, and the question on everyone's mind since we got into the cookie tangent last time, um, I'm just going to say right now, um, Sarah, due to the, due to personal reasons, the research into the some bitches perfection cookie recipe has been put on pause, but she, but Sarah would like to assure you it is planning and in the works. Yes. However, due to personal reasons, it must be put on pause. Yes. This recipe, however, will promise to save the world from hunger, <laughs> depression, loneliness, shame of body size, <laughs> because you would, because you just won't care. Pretty much. Because they're just, they're just that delicious. So what if, like, so what if you no longer have defined abs? You had. Or a flat ass. You had some bitches. <laughs> Sarah's some bitches. I will I will research this and I, I will come up with some good cookies. It's just Part things happened. Life. Life happened. Yeah. Okay, and then like before we end today, we would just like to say we were musing about the next podcast and we came up with a fabulous idea. Would you like to say it? Yes. I have to remember. Oh shit, I forgot you. <laughs> Wait, wait, sorry. No, wait. Movies, it was movies. It was movies. What was the title? It was a really good title. We, I forgot to write it down because I'm an airhead and a fucking fabulous body that I worship every day. It was fan, fan fucking, no, it's fan fucking tastic movies and even the bad ones or something like that. Okay, we'll go with that. Fan fucking fan. No, tastic. Fan fucking tastic. Fan fucking fantastic movies Mo- movies and even the bad ones yeah and even the bad ones it's a title so we, we were musing about some movies and shit why not to like you know go yeah. ahead and, you know talk about we were talking so about there's some, some good movies coming out and then at, yeah and, at, oh, yeah and also some and also oh, you, you are gonna make me watch some Addison movies no, you miss yes. and you were gonna make me look something up damn it was I I didn't think yeah. I was gonna make you look something up like well not now but what was I gonna make you look up rimming Oh, I was going to explain Remy. No, because we were talking about Vin Diesel. Yes. Vin Diesel. Like, we both said we would let him sit on our face. And then I was like, yeah, we basically would give him a rim job. And you were just like, what's that? Well, it's rimming. It's like, okay, long story short, I, it's been trending on TikTok. 
to where basically a guy he's just like he's just like where he's just like uh where he's just like uh the guy is just like you know I'm really freaky no not yet no hold on let me let me set it up let me set it up well there were like there was a guy on TikTok and to where he was going to where he was like I am into some really freaky shit opens the door and like and it mentions felching and then and then it cuts to a lady who was just like I'm I shouldn't have looked it up I told you not to look it up do not look it up do not click on images do not so I sent it to you and then what do you do five minutes later you look it up <laughs> don't look it up <laughs> don't look it up Just well rimming don't. rimming is a very similar sexual act but it just has one less ingredient in it. And if you looked at the, what felching is, you know what it is. So it's, per Urban Dictionary, Sarah's going to tell you the definition of rimming. The act of using one's tongue on the... Uh, <laughs> Say it! <laughs> on the anal rim of another person in order to gain and or give sexual pleasure. Pleasure. Insertion of the tongue is not necessary. Oh, thank God. Sexual... Circulate... Circular motions <laughs> in the clockwise direction are supposedly better in the northern hemisphere. And and what the fuck? An anti and it's anti-clockwise. An anti. Wasn't that? Isn't there an, <laughs> an anti-clockwise? That's there's another word for that. That's not that, a word. Well, that's actually well, it works. The anti-clockwise, uh, counterclockwise. You mean counterclockwise? And, yeah. And, and other and anti-clockwise ones in the in the southern phrase to use a uh, phrase. If when if he wipes his ass well, I'll give him a good rimming. Yeah, no, not even then. Uh-huh. Not, no. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't care. Uh-huh. I, don't, no, I don't care. I don't care who it is. Nope. Okay, the name. It could be Jason Momoa giving me, like, no. Nope. 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 Not. Not even if he spreads his cheeks and it sparkles. <laughs> yeah. Not even <laughs> if glitter and rainbows pop out. Not gonna happen. Well, what if there was like a trail of whipped cream heading down that direction? <laughs> You're thinking possibly. No, because why is there whipped cream up in there? And is it really whipped cream or what the fuck is? Well, you won't know until you try it. I don't want to try it because I don't know what the fuck it is. I'll do it. <laughs> of course you will. Come on, Jason. Vin Diesel. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, sit on my face so I can, ah, and I'm out. Sit on my face, sluts. <laughs> I'm out. So, I'm done. Drop the mic. I'm going home. Okay, say like Cartman from South Park. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Oh my God. I can't do this. I can't do the voice. Now I have a friend who will rename nameless, who can do the Cartman voice. Let me try. Let me try. So well. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. First of all, I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta say, God damn it, Kitty. God damn it, God Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> You're close. Ah, I'm You're close. Yeah, but I mostly do a Jennifer, a Jennifer Coolidge impersonation. Stop it! I'm a gay man, and I'm a gay man in the United States. We all do it. Now I'm trying to sound like Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> so, now, now I'm trying to sound like Caitlyn Jenner right there. Hey there, fella, how you doing? Aren't these heels amazing? But they're like golf shoes with just one giant spike. Malibu, baby.
I killed no a man comment. with my I killed a man with my car. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, too far. Too far. Too far. Way too far. But you know what? I'm just gonna tell you this. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Lord have Jesus. Makes, Lord me, have mercy. makes me want a hot dog real bad. And we're no longer friends. I still love you. And who could hate Jennifer Coolidge forever? Okay, fine, whatever. To the queen bitch herself. Uh, thank you for joining us here on this lovely podcast. We both educated each other a lot. <laughs> I learned about straight couple sex things that I, quite frankly, was surprised it was happened more frequently. Right? <laughs> With very specific language. Now I'm kind of scared. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're not going to be able to wear quite a few of your Hawaiian shirts on a cruise. Without being hit up vigorously by a bunch of couples. <laughs> if I'm on a gay cruise... It works well. Yes. Now if we can get you on one of those cruises with pineapples... Fuck that. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, come on. What if the wife just wants to watch? No, I'm good. Okay, fine. What if she's like a butch lesbian and they're kind of like in a weird... No. Not even like, you know, really good knuckles? Nope. Like 16 del- C- nope. knuckles? <laughs> No. <laughs> you know, like super salad mixer? No. Uh, Stop it. <laughs> That'll do. Can we just end it. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Oh my god, I am so sorry. I have to apologize for that last segment. We. <laughs> There was an oopsie in the audio, which my mic apparently had an echo to it, and I am so sorry about that. Um, But if you did listen through it, then uh, good for you. Um, I would get my hearing checked if I were you. But um, thanks for tuning in for another Drag Queen show. Um, I do appreciate all this. Um, Please, whatever app you're listening this on or streaming this from, uh, please, yet again, like I always, like I asked last time, uh, five stars or just a little review, you know, whatever. Get the word out. Um, Share it on social media, you know. (laughs) Just, you know. But anyways, thanks for tuning in and I hope you all have a lovely day. Ay...